Welcome to the Happiness and Health Podcast with Nest Health Connections. My name is Bridget Lavin and I am your host and this is episode two. Today we are recapping our lunch and learn with Gala Moringa. She gave an amazing talk on transforming your spaces and transforming your life. So this lunch and learn was all about conscious and intentional spaces and creating work and living environments that are going to support our well-being. And honestly, I think this was my favorite lunch and learn of the whole year. I had no idea how much our space is integral to our well-being and that they really are a reflection of ourselves. And so having a work environment, a living room environment, a bedroom environment that supports our health and our wellness is really important. So Gala gave so many amazing tips and I don't know that I can do her lunch and learn justice, but I'm going to do my best and offer my seven biggest takeaways from this lunch. Think of design as beauty and function. We can think of holistic interior design as creating beauty and function and also taking into account that our surroundings, our environments are directly going to affect our motivation, our lifestyle, our health, and our well-being. So when it comes to creating conscious and intentional spaces, when it comes to holistic interior design, we aren't just thinking about if it looks good or if it's functional. We're also thinking about how does this make me feel? Does this make me feel motivated? Or if it's a bedroom that you're working with, does it make you feel calm? Does it make you feel peaceful? And if it doesn't, what elements can we bring into that space to support that? And this kind of goes hand in hand with feng shui, if you've heard the term feng shui. It's all about understanding the placement of objects and how they're going to affect your daily life and your attitude. So feng shui, holistic interior designs, all of those are just fancy ways to say our spaces matter. And there are things that we can do specifically in a space when creating a space to support us and the way that we want to feel in our life, at work. and at- So I have seven main takeaways from this Lunch and Learn that I'm so excited to share with you. I have found them so beneficial. I've already incorporated some of them into my spaces and my environment, and I hope that they're helpful for you as well. So my very first takeaway was that clutter is really just emotional baggage. It does not serve you in any way. It really makes the brain feel chaotic and messy. And the more cluttered our apartment, our house, our office space, our office desk is, the more cluttered we probably feel in our mind. So the biggest thing to do with clutter is to get rid of it or at the very least organize it. But I'm a big fan of if it's not making you happy, get rid of it. I think that clearing things out is so powerful. And I think when you clear things out of your environmental space, you really make room for other things in your life. You know, it might not seem like if you clear out your closet, you're going to all of a sudden get a raise, but it could happen, right? You're making more room in your life for good things to find its way to you. So I recommend, and I think Gollywood too, clearing out the clutter as best as you can. And if something isn't making you happy, then get rid of it. Um, And so that's another thing that kind of goes along with clutter is, well, how do I get rid of all these things? I might have had a gift from a friend or, you know, this was my mom's. I don't want to let go of it. And so when it comes to decluttering your space, just take it one item, one room at a time. Um, One question that I think is really important to ask is, does it spark joy? And if it's not a hell yes, then then unfortunately it might be time to part ways with that object, which I know can be hard, but again, it's all in the name of health and wellness and happiness, right? Clearing out that little bit of thing that you don't actually like, but you felt guilty for for not throwing out, getting rid of that actually creates more space for you to be happy. So get rid of the clutter as best as you can. That was my first main takeaway. 
The second takeaway was that the energy flow of things matter. So in feng shui, they call this qi, which just means energy. And one of the questions you can ask yourself when you're creating a space is, does the energy flow? How does the space make you feel? So if you have a, you know, end table that you keep running into every time you get up to go to the bathroom, maybe that end table is not the best for the space because chances are running into it every time you go to the bathroom is going to get you a little bit aggravated. So asking yourself, what is the energy of the space? How does it flow? Does it flow? And if it doesn't, do you need to move things away? Maybe take away some furniture to make sure that you have a nice flow and you're not getting frustrated every time you hit the end table. My third takeaway is that art really matters. So what you have on the walls, what you have surrounding you really plays an effect into how you see the world. So if you have a picture that's hanging on the wall because it was given to you, but you don't really like it, that actually plays into your mental health. You might be holding a little bit of tension in your mind just because there's an image on your wall you don't like. Um, So the pieces of art that you pick out for your house need to be really intentional. Um, They should make you feel good. They should make... And Gala really recommended having a piece of art in the foyer, in the bedroom, and being really mindful about those pieces um, because those are the places you're probably going to see it the most. And making sure to choose art that supports not just what you like, but who you want to be. And the fourth takeaway from this Lunch and Learn was probably my favorite one, which is manifestation. And what I mean by that is that your spaces, your bedroom, your office, they have the power to help you in manifesting. They have the power to assist you in getting to where you want to go and who you want to be. So when you're looking at your spaces, notice if there are any things that are holding, you're holding onto that don't really serve who you want to be or what you're trying to do with your life. Um, Maybe you have a dusty Peloton that you haven't used in a while, and that probably doesn't make you feel really good. That probably sends you messages that, you know, oh, I don't work out. And um, yeah, it doesn't support you and your growth. Maybe um, you have uh, old books or something that you don't really resonate with that you read a long time ago. You don't really agree with those messages. Get rid of them. They don't support who you are or who you want to be. Uh, Gala shared a short story about one of her friends that always kept thank you cards in her desk. And she did this so that she would always remember there's things to be thankful for, but it's also like a manifestation trick, right? She's telling the universe that there are so many things to be thankful for. And so she's calling in more abundance. She's calling in more things to be thankful for just by having things. And my fifth takeaway was that nature can have a huge impact on our spaces. So we tend to live most of our lives on a computer screen or on a phone screen, and we have this big gap between nature and ourselves. We're very disconnected. And so if we can bring plants into our spaces or we can bring, you know, uh, even a salt lamp, a part of nature, these little aspects of nature into our spaces, we can start to bridge that gap between us and nature that feels so broken and chaotic because of the technology that we're always on. Um, So I know plants are really popular to have, but even just having like a a rock from outside coming inside or a feather, anything um, that reminds you of nature, it could be a picture of an ocean on the wall, bring it into your space and it'll help you reconnect with nature, um, which I think is really, really cool. 
Okay, my sixth takeaway is that color and lighting matter. So every color kind of has a different effect in the way that we feel. There's all kinds of research. You can go online, you can Google. Um, in general, orange is gonna inspire creativity and yellow is gonna inspire power, whereas like blues and, and light purples are gonna be a little more calm and peaceful. Um, so you can kind of Google what it is you're looking for for this space, but color really plays into our mood. The other thing that plays into our mood is lighting. So natural light is obviously best, but Agala was talking about how natural light changes throughout the day. So more than just always wanting natural light, if you can't get natural light, finding light that's gonna mimic the change of light throughout the day. So there tends to be an orange or pinker tone in the morning and the evening to natural sunlight where there's a brighter blue during the day, during those like work hours. So finding you know light bulbs that are gonna support this change and give you variety throughout the day rather than just having the same continual light. Um, and that's gonna that's gonna play into our mind. That's gonna play into our productivity and how well we're working. Okay, and then my last takeaway, the seventh takeaway, is intention, which kind of goes back to like the whole concept of creating conscious and intentional spaces. But really, your intention for the space matters. So you know, thinking about your your office, right? The intention of your office is probably to work and to be productive. So you wouldn't maybe want to put you know pink or um, purple low lighting or calming lavender in there because that's actually gonna like make you sleepy and tired like those are things you might reserve for the bedroom right so really getting clear about what you want the space to be how do you want it to serve you will help you in choosing items choosing pictures choosing plans choosing colors that will support you and what you want to feel in that room so getting intentional about what you want to feel and who you want to be and then from there finding the colors and the images and the furniture and the decorations that are going to support that so again i really really loved this lunch and learn i thought it was so simple and yet so important and again there's all these little tiny things we can do like adding a feather or adding a candle or just painting one wall you know if your bedroom you're having a hard time sleeping and you painted a light purple or a light blue or you put an ocean picture next to it there's so many little things that we can do that can transform our spaces and when we transform our spaces we transform our life our spaces are a reflection of us. Our environment matters. So that was my biggest takeaway. I hope these seven little tips are helpful. I know it's kind of a lot of information, a little bit of a time, but that's kind of the point of these podcasts. So hopefully you enjoyed it and I look forward to our next episode.